Welcome back to What a Week, What a Year edition. My name is James Simmons, he, him pronouns, and I'm so excited for the new year, new podcast. To our regular listeners, this podcast will probably sound pretty different. Before, What a Week was hosted by Progress Iowa's dynamic duo, the executive director, Matt Sinovic, and our digital director, Ivy Beckenholt. Well, the organization has gone through some really cool changes over the last couple weeks, and that's why I'm here now. I'm the new Deputy Press Secretary with Progress Iowa, and this episode, you're going to get to meet all of our amazing team members. I got the chance to sit down with everyone individually and learn a little bit more about them over the last two weeks, and I've already had so much fun connecting with everyone, and I know that you're going to love the team, too. Like I said, my name is James Simmons, and I use he, him pronouns, and I am so excited to be joining the team. Before joining Progress Iowa, I worked at the Iowa House of Representatives as a legislative assistant to Representative Ruth Ann Gaines. I also used to work as the state communications director for March for Our Lives Iowa, and before that, I was the editor and development assistant at a childhood literacy nonprofit here in Des Moines. I have so much more that I would love to share with all of you listeners, but you'll be hearing from me every week moving forward. So I think it's time that we turn it over to the rest of the team members here with Progress Iowa. And so now for our first guest on this newly revamped podcast, What a Week's What a Year edition, the man with the plan, the man who has gotten all of us onto this team and kept Progress Iowa going, our executive director, Matt Sinovic. Wow. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. No pressure, right? Like that's, that's a great, what a great introduction there. So. Well, I thought we'd start off strong so the viewers can hear mm-hmm. uh, exactly what we hear every day, but <laughs> I'm so excited to be speaking with you and getting this all out uh, to the public. So can you just give us a little bit about your background and uh, what brought you to Progress Iowa? Yeah, of course. And so um, this is, first of all, this is going to be really a fun episode to go and to let our supporters, listeners, you know, learn more about um, our entire team, not just, I mean, our new team, which we're so excited and proud to have you and everyone else joining us, but also with uh, Amy Adams and Ivy Beckenhold, who've been with us for, for several years, um, uh, just to let everyone, you know, learn, learn a little bit more about our background. So um, this is, this is a fun, a fun way to uh, end, end of the year here um, with this exciting news. Um, But no, I, I grew up, I actually grew up in Kansas. and um, after college, I did like three cycles of different campaigns. I've always wanted, I always thought I wanted to, you know, work in politics, make a difference. Um, like I love, I still love uh, political campaigns and um, the idea that I, I had a, a teacher who talked about the idea that everyone has a vote. And so everyone has that. And if you use your vote, you're, you're, you, should, you should always vote, right? But, um, but everyone also has the opportunity to do more than vote. And so if you, if you volunteer for a, for a campaign or an organization for an issue that, believe, that you believe in, if you write a letter to the editor, if you call your member of Congress, if you do all these things, then you have more, you know, you can expand your influence in our, and that's how democracy works. And I love that sort of philosophy or that idea. Um, and after working a few cycles of campaigns, um, I still like have so much love and respect for 
anyone who works on a campaign. But um, I uh, learned a little bit more about Progress Now, which is a national group that focuses on um, communications work and issue advocacy, um, and and really loved that law model of building long term uh, power, building long term uh, uh, messaging, and and so uh, there was an opportunity to help um, become the first executive director of Progress Iowa, and I jumped at the chance and um, have loved it ever since. And that was in the spring of 2012. So it's been nine. Uh, nine, almost 10 years that this organization has been around. And, um, and now, of course, and we've had, we've had um, a number of staff and a number of great, great employees over the years, um, including Ivy and Amy. And, and now we're just so, so proud and thrilled to have, um, have you all on the team. So that's professionally, um, personally, uh, uh, after moving here, I met my wife and we have two wonderful, uh, my wife, Stephanie, we have two wonderful boys, Petey and Jojo. So or four and one and just, you know, um, that's, that's what takes up most of my other, uh, you know, most of my other time, which is, which is a blast. And, um, and yeah, so it's, that's, um, that's me. That's awesome. And we're going to hear some more from Ivy and Amy a little bit later here in the podcast. Um, but we do like to joke here in the office that we get to have all the campaign fun without having the campaign hours, which is great. And I mean, just heard from our executive director here, Matt, that uh, not that we don't work hard, right? Like, right, we, we work, work hard, hard. Yeah, of course. but we also get to come home and see our families <laughs> and have fun at the end of the day. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So what are you most excited about for the new team? You've already had so many major accomplishments with Progress Iowa from the stuff that people don't see to events like the Reynolds pamphlets with uh, the parody on the Hamilton musical or Mm -hmm. delivering ducks to the governor's mansion in response to him prioritizing his own luxury and to uh, the state's education funding. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm what I'm most excited about is the work that uh, is the work that people won't even necessarily know is ours. And I like, we do that a lot anyway, Progress Iowa, we help support, we try to do our best to help support progressive organizations and activists around the state, um, do a, do a better job of, of communicating their message and standing up for what they believe in. Um, but with our new, with our added capacity, new, this great new team and everyone's so wonderful, um, uh, and, and doing great work already. Um, but we'll be able to do a lot more of that for other folks. We've already, we are talking about doing trainings where like you and, um, you all in the press team are already like helping, uh, get story, you know, personal stories shared through potluck.fm and in other ways, um, to the, to the press and Ivy's sharing uh, like on, on social media. So like just lifting up other voices in a, in a more, um, in a bigger way is probably the most exciting thing to me because there's nothing, there's just nothing quite like it. We've, you know, when you have someone who, I mean, is just living their life and, 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 um, and, you know, what, what they're going through, um, uh, it, it, it isn't, they don't usually view it as like, Oh, I have this personal story to tell to, to, you know, to advocate for policy change. It's just their life. And then when you give them the tools to like, speak out and stand to speak out and stand up for what they, for something that can change their life. That's really powerful. And we now have just this army of people to help, help more people do that, which is so cool. 
That's awesome. And I'm super excited for all the work that we're about to be doing too. I think that's a great place to call and say thank you for sharing your voice and sharing what you stuff about you uh, with us today. And let's uh, I'm excited to speak with the rest of the members of the team and hear their voices and hear about what they're excited about too. Thanks, great, Matt. Me too. Thanks, James. And joining us now is a member of the team, our amazing digital director, Ivy Beckenholtz. She has been with Progress Iowa now for almost two years. I am so excited to be able to jump on and join on to the work that she is doing. Thank you so much for joining me, Ivy. Thank you so much, James. And I just want to say a quick shout out to James. James has been doing so much this past, it's almost been two weeks since you've been on board, right? It's been... So great to have you here and to work with you. So very, everyone, please give a warm welcome to James as well. Oh, thank you, Ivy. And for everyone listening, yes, I did pay her to say that. Uh, <laughs> you can Venmo me later. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for our longtime listeners. They know who you are. They've heard your voice before. But for our new listeners, you just want to give a little bit about yourself, what you've done before Progress Iowa and everything else. Yeah, cool. So. I've been at Progress Iowa for a bit over a year and a half, so almost coming up on two years soon. Um, It's been really great to be here before Progress Iowa. I had graduated college. I went to Drake in Des Moines, and I graduated. Yes, Bulldogs. So graduated from Drake in 2020, uh, right at the start of the pandemic. So that was interesting. Uh, But before that. Jobs. Yeah, that was, it was tough, but you know, Progress Iowa, it was great because Matt was letting us work remotely and everything. So it worked out, but yeah, before uh, graduating, I had done some work, not necessarily full-time, but I had clerked at the Iowa House of Representatives for Heather Matson. She is amazing. Uh, she was such a pleasure to work with. So being able to work for her was awesome. And so I've done that. And before that, I was the editor-in-chief. Uh, up the Times Delphic at Drake University. So that was a really great experience to work on my passion of writing and all of that. Uh, So that was good. And before that, I interned for Cindy Axney in Washington, D.C. I did that in the summer of 2019. That was just such an amazing experience. And I'm so glad that it was for Cindy Axney. Obviously, she has done such amazing work. And we honored her today for our Day of Giving um for the Harkin Hero Awards so it's kind of cool to see how all of its circles around so it's been really great for sure yeah that's so cool and Ivy and I actually have a lot in common when it comes to our work experience we both were at the Iowa Capitol as a clerk we were <laughs> interned for Cindy Axney I was there in the summer of 2020 unfortunately because of the pandemic I wasn't able to go to DC and get oh, office but I have a standing offer from them that whenever it's safe to start bringing people back in that I was able to go, just haven't been able to make it yet. Um, but that's so cool. So you have this really interesting background and all these really amazing, obviously, digital skills. Why Progress Iowa? Like, what made you want to come to uh, this organization? So uh, actually, my professor and my advisor in college was Jennifer Comfort, and so I remember Iowa minority leader of the house yes she has it's so amazing I've seen her from she the first time she had lost the race and so like that's when I first met her and then she's just now won the race and become like such an amazing leader so it's really been amazing to 
watch her progress like that. And so she actually told me about Progress Iowa. And so that's how I really got involved. And I really wanted to work here because I love the idea of advocating for progressive issues in the state, not necessarily just a candidate or one person, um, just really getting to say what we feel and not having to sugarcoat anything really is amazing to me. And so I'm really, um, I really like to advocate for education and low-income families, things like that. And this gives me the platform to do so. So I really enjoy doing that. And obviously getting to do graphic work here is also amazing, uh, graphic design work. I went to an art school growing up. And so getting to put those skills to use has also been amazing. We got to see some of her art during our onboarding uh, for the team, and she is an incredible artist. So anybody who has not seen some email, text, call Ivy and gets get access to that art. It is so cool. Oh my gosh. Thank you, James. <laughs> but being here, so you've been with the team now for, like you said, almost two years. Mm-hmm. How... How is it going with the more team members? I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it's good. I'm having a good time with everything, <laughs> but also it's a, it's a shift to go from having so many people to, or having so few people to going to having nearly three times as many. It's amazing. I remember um, our daily meetings or our weekly meetings with me, Amy, and Matt, just the three of us. And so now it's just so many more people, more voices. And it's really great because we get to do so much more work than we previously could before. Like if even just if one of us was out of the office, it was only two of us. And uh, it was definitely harder to get things out, things like that. So now it's really amazing. I remember when I first came there, Matt was, his wife was about to have a baby. And so he was about to be out for weeks and I had just got there and I was like, oh, what? And so now it's really great because if someone's out, you know, we have a lot of helping hands and everyone on the team has just been amazing to work with. So I'm really looking forward to doing more for sure. That's awesome. In a year from now, what is the dream for the digital director to see Progress Iowa doing? Definitely to have progressive messages um, be more prevalent in the state. I think that for the past few years, it's definitely been just trying to get our message out there and just to, you know, try to combat a lot of the things that we've seen at the Capitol, because it's just been years of horrible, horrible things by Governor Reynolds, Republicans, things like that. So I think that we obviously want to combat that, but also shift our digital messaging now to just really promote all of the great work that progressives in Iowa are doing, but just to also own our message. We don't have to um, apologize for believing in progressive things. We can, you know, really boast those things. And I think that it's really true that a lot of people believe in progressive things, but they don't necessarily say that they're, you know, Democrats, whatever. Um, But so just being able to shift that message to really be proud of who we are and everything like that. I think that'll be great. I agree with that completely. I see this as a lot of, yes, we're pushing those progressive values and our progressive ideals, but it's not the pushes and we're trying to convince people that they should believe in progressive things. I think that we're just trying to reach people and let them know, like, you do believe and you do have Mm -hmm. these values that we all share. It just comes across differently. And so finding that bridge and crossing that divide which, I mean, your role has been an instrumental, obviously, with Progress Iowa, and it's been great that you have 
pushed what you've pushed on social media and done all the work that you've done with uh, potluck and with this podcast and everything. So I want to say a quick thank you as we wrap up this real quick um, for turning the reins over to me with this podcast. It should I'm be- very I'm- happy to do so for <laughs> sure. I'm really excited to see what you do. And I just know that you're going to do great. So I'm very excited. Thank you so see, much. Great. I should have talked to Ivy earlier. I, I mean, if everyone was just going to sit here and compliment me, this could be a great podcast for yes, me. Yes, of course. Thanks so much Thank for joining you. us, Ivy. And for our next guest, we have the one, the only Amy Adams. Amy Adams has been an organizer here with Progress Iowa for a couple of years. She's one of the ongoing team members, and I'm so excited to get to jump on and continue some of the amazing work that she's already started. But thank you for joining us, Amy. You want to give me and the listeners a little bit more about yourself? Hi, James. Yeah, um, Amy Adams, uh, she, her, and I am so excited uh, that you are on board and I'm excited um, that all of the the other new staff is on board as well. Um, I have been with Progress Iowa for a couple of years um, and prior to that I was a high school English teacher. Um, so that that's exciting that I get to use a little bit of my um, teaching background outside of the classroom. So those communication skills and those writing skills. Um, born in Northeast Iowa, traveled a little bit after I graduated college. Um, My family moved back to Northeast Iowa. I actually live in the hometown that I grew up in, which is kind of unique. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So my husband and I moved back to Northeast Iowa um, four years ago, and we we live in the small town that I grew up in um, with our three kids, our two dogs, and our cat. (laughs) That's awesome. English was always my favorite subject in high school. And I actually, when I went to college, uh, English was my major as well. So I, we have that joint background, which is really cool. Um, so you've been with progress Iowa for a couple of years now. Um, we're adding a bunch of new team members, myself included, obviously, what are you most excited about for the new team members joining? Um, I, I'm really just excited to have more folks um, on the staff because I, I love the work that Progress Iowa does. Um, I think we help amplify and uplift the work that folks are already doing. Um, and I think we bring some new tools, some new messages, some new ideas um, to maybe folks who don't have those resources. And so just adding more staff expands our capacity to, to be able to to reach people um, and just help with all the the really great work that's already taking place in the state. Um, And, you know, a little selfishly, it takes a little bit off my plate. So (laughs) I'm excited to to get to share this um, with with other folks. So yeah, it's it's great to have more people on board. I don't think that's selfish at all. I mean, there's a team of you, Ivy and Matt, the three of you holding up Progress Iowa for the last few years and doing all the work. And we now have eight people, maybe um, maybe another one joining us in a couple of months. And so, I mean, that should be less on you. You should be able to relax a little bit more. But with the new time now, do you have, has that shifted your goals? Has that shifted like what you want to see Progress Iowa do over the next year? 
Um, well, my passion, I think, with with the organization has just been the relationships that I've been able to build with folks. Um, you know, those one on one connections that you have and just being able to be a resource for some some folks who may not have those connections in their part of the state or with another organization. Um, I love the community that I have built with my with my letter to the editor writing group. Um, I just got a fantastic email um, last uh, Monday, actually, after our last meeting and um, the individual just commented that she felt like she had made friends even though we'd never met in person um, just because of the really rich and deep conversations that have generated um, from this amazing group of individuals that I get to work with. So that's one of the things that I'm just excited to dig even deeper into um, with my newfound time uh, with the new staff on board. That's awesome. And you know what? Shameless plug every Monday at 4 p.m. <laughs> Amy host an LTE letter to the editor editor uh, writing session and uh, meeting with a lot of people who come and join. Uh, do you want to just talk about that a little bit more? You've had a major successes with this um, over the last year or two. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we meet every Monday um, for those who are able at four o'clock. And it's just really a great opportunity to connect activists across the state. Um, we talk about current issues, what's happening at the state level, what's happening at the local level, um, what's, you know, happening nationally. And um, sometimes, you know, we don't always have those folks that are right next door to us that we can have these conversations with. So it really helps bridge, you know, what we might be experiencing with what's somebody else is experiencing in another part of the state. And, you know, we don't realize that other folks are seeing that or going through that too. Um, and it's also just a, a great opportunity for me to hear feedback from folks about what they're interested in, um, how I can help them, you know, get more information or um, just target maybe some key messages with what they want to write. But the conversations really are, are the best part of it um, is, you know, what, what we learn from each other, what works, what doesn't work. And I think that's really what organizing is all about is building those relationships and, you know, figuring out what works and, you know, keep doing it and doing it better um, and figuring out what doesn't work and either, you know, canning it or honing it so that we can make it work going forward. That's seriously so awesome. You have left some very large shoes uh, to fill into some roles to live up to. Thank you so much for all the work that you have done. And I'm super excited to keep getting to work with you moving forward. Thank you for joining us today, Amy. Thanks, James. All right, and for the first member of our new teammates, the one, the only, the brand new organizer on Progress Iowa's team, Sam Blatt. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sam. Uh, can you just give us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, as you said, my name's Sam Blatt. I use she, her pronouns. Um, you know, a little bit about me is I have been in Iowa my whole life. I've worked in politics since I've been in college and professionally since I've been out of it. Um, you know, my memor memorable experiences, Elizabeth Warren, I've worked for the midterms to help elect uh, like Abby Finkenhauer with Next Gen America. I have been a campaign manager and now I am here to help Iowans in their daily lives that are impacted and help just turn that electoral scale a little more blue. Well, that's really awesome. Um, what made you want to take that experience and join Progress Iowa? Um, I just really, I love campaigns and I love doing all of that work, but I really also care about mental health and it's a really big 
thing for all of us to be talking about in the campaign world. And so I decided to take a job that would allow me to uh, continue to work on my mental health journey and be proud of being able to help us with that. So it was a great fit for me um, and a great commitment to be able to still work in the political world. Yeah, no, it's awesome. We like to say here that we have uh, the campaign strategy without the campaign hours. And anybody who's worked on campaigns knows that that is just awesome because campaigns are the most fun. But when you sleep very, very little, it gets less and less fun every day. So yeah, you can't get burnt out. It's the most important thing. Yeah, exactly. So what issues are you most excited to get to work on with Progress Iowa? I'm super excited to work on healthcare issues, especially obviously, like I just mentioned, mental health being one of the subsects of that, um, you know, equity, diversity, institutional racism, you know, we need to talk about all these big issues that are impacting us daily, that Republicans are fighting us on daily as well, and trying to uh, make our state a little less great. Well, right now is an awesome time to talk about those stuff. I mean, unfortunately, with the global pandemic and everything that's happened over the last two years, um, it's brought to surface a lot of the issues that there are in this country. And it's nice that the conversation around mental health and healthcare and racial justice is becoming more normalized in the states, especially Iowa. Absolutely. We need it. I mean, look at what happened with the CERT bill. Right. So what to you is an achievement is success with progress iowa and what we're going to be doing over the next year i think really working on relational organizing especially in the rural area incorporating feedback from people on the ground activists that are out there every day and also making sure that we spread our reach across iowa 99 counties and we all have a united message so we can help like i said uh turn turn that scale uh, expand the electorate and make sure that our message is resonating with everybody who's going to be voting blue. Awesome. And is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about you moving forward? Register your friends to vote. It's my favorite activity. Keep doing that, especially now that it's uh, made easier for folks. You can do it online. Always send those links. Get your 17-year-olds to do it, you know, pre-register. And in Iowa, absentee ballots, you can get one for any reason. So there's no excuse to not have your ballot ready for the next upcoming election, which is in June for the primaries. Well, thank you so much, Sam, for joining us today and sharing some stuff about you. I'm so excited to keep working with you moving forward. And I know our listeners are going to be looking out for all the events you have coming up. Yeah, I'm excited to be connecting with everybody. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. And for our next guest, we have Yena Balagiani. She is our Partnerships Director, and I am so excited to get to speak with her this morning. Good morning, Yena. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, James. Thanks for having me. Do you want to give us a little bit about yourself, a background where you worked before, or just anything? Yeah, sure. So I just want to start with I use she, her pronouns. Um, a bit of a background about me. I was born in a town called uh, Fizi Itombwe that is actually located in the eastern part of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Um, but I never got to see it. Um, so right when I was born, my parents actually um, had to flee our home country. Um, and so we have ended up taking some refuge um, at a nearby um country, Tanzania, they had a refugee camp there. So 
right when I was born, um, from about the age of one till around 11 or 12, I was actually, my family and I um, lived in and out of refugee camps uh, while still trying to get, um, like four years and years, um, trying to get um, like refuge in the United States, um, political asylum uh, refuge. So um, right around when I was about to turn 12, I believe, um, we were accepted and then we were reallocated to Iowa. So that's how I got to Iowa. Um, I got to experience like, uh, I think, yeah, they held me back because they do that a lot. Um, so I was in sixth grade and then I was able to just stay um, back in fifth grade. So I got to experience a little elementary um, did middle school. So yeah, I've been in Iowa for like what over 15 years now. Um, I my family lived first in Des Moines and then now we have a house um, in Urbandale. Um, that's where my family resides. Um, my mom and dad and my six awesome brothers. So um, yeah, I don't have cats or dogs, maybe one day. <laughs> Well, I'm so excited that you are here in Iowa um, and your family's chosen to stay then. You got, um, I think you've mentioned before that you did a little bit of traveling uh, in Europe and other places too. Yes, yes. I um, just a little educational background. I went to UNI for my undergrad, so go Panthers. Um, and <laughs> after that, I actually left the country uh, for about two years and I lived in um, Belgium in Brussels, Belgium. So I was getting my master's there, um, lived there for those two years, uh, did an an internship with the European um, Commission. It was super awesome. It was good times, good times. I miss it. (laughs) Dana is our in-house polyglot. She has, she's working, she's fluent or conversational in a number of languages, working on some other ones. I think she said her dad speaks about seven languages. Yeah, he um, speaks a lot of languages and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And how, uh, what made you want to join Progress Iowa? That you've had such an ex- exciting life, a lot of cool um, work before this. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I just got to hear the vision um, that Matt, our executive director, had, and it really just kind of pulled me in. Um, and then also, I just want to see a more unified, progressive community. Um, I also like the idea of, you know, what we can do with our messaging and how we can be more unified around that. So, yeah, I'm very, very excited um, to be here and do this work. So that's awesome. What do you want to see a year from now after being with the team? Iowa, I, I need to see Iowa winning. Um, hopefully we can, you know, obviously get like a blue majority. Um, uh, you know, I, I want to see Iowa caring about working families and working mothers um, and reproductive justice, right? So in, in one year, I'm hopeful that I, we can see something like that. We can see it in our messaging, um, Democrats, progressives um, on the spectrum. Um, I'm hopeful that we are able to see numbers um, change for the better. So that's awesome. 
Thank you so much for joining me this morning, Yena. I know that you and I are going to have so much fun and do a lot of great work working together. It's awesome to have you on the team. And for anybody out there hearing, get used to her voice. She is going to be speaking with a lot of you uh, <laughs> on different organizations and on different issues. But thank you so much, Yena. Yeah, thanks for having me. And the next teammate we're going to talk to this morning is our amazing new messaging director, Katie Siddle. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Katie. Hi, thanks. Um, I'm excited that you're doing this. It should be fun. I'm excited to actually get to talk to you one-on-one. We uh, have been a lot through the computer this week, Google Hangouts and Zoom. So it's nice to chat outside of a meeting. But uh, for our listeners, if you just want to give us a little bit about what you've done before Progress Iowa. Sure. Um, So most recently, I was working with Jeff Link and Patty Judge at Focus on Rural America and also helping Jeff with work at Link Strategies, which is his small business uh, public relations firm. And so I got a bunch of experience that I hadn't had before working in policy. I got the chance to work on Focus on Rural America, an advocacy campaign to boost progressive economic policy ideas for rural America, uh, which was really fun and um, intense. It was a caucus, it was an advocacy campaign surrounding the caucus. And we got to meet with a bunch of the candidates running. And, you know, we started it thinking it was going to be focused on, you know, maybe five to 10 candidates and it ended up being 24. So we were a ragtag scruffy team of about four people, three at some points in time, um, doing advocacy outreach and event building with attempting to do it with 24 different candidates and help them write economic policy in a progressive way for rural communities. So, um, that was a lot. It was super fun. Um, they were really great mentors to get to work with. And, um, before that, you know, I had moved home um, from DC not too long before that and worked at Wildfire Contact writing mail for a cycle or two and um, moved home from DC after being there for about 12 years. I worked for Congressman Boswell and then Braley, and then I worked for an environmental nonprofit called the Wilderness Society, where I focused on energy and climate work. So started out promoting policies with Obama and things that we thought should move forward to protect the environment and climate. And then that turned into beating back as many policies as possible coming out of the Trump administration and Congress, which was very intense work. So. Wow. All of that is just super cool and super awesome. I mean, the amount of experience that you've had working with different legislators. I want to pull out Patty Judge. I mean, obviously, she's a hugely monumental figure in the country, but in Iowa, the first first woman lieutenant governor we've had here. How, what was it like working so closely with her? It was awesome. Patty's the coolest. Um, it was a little intimidating at first, you know, working, like sharing a office space with her, you know, my desk right across from hers. And um, I put a lot of work into making sure that, you know, everything we did was really thoughtful and um, made sense and would like kind of anticipating questions that she might have. And I just honestly learned so much with her and had a ton of fun working with her. She is 
she's feisty, she's smart and she's super thoughtful. And I'll never forget. I I'm thinking, trying to think, I think I'd been working with her for maybe a couple months and I was in the elevator with her husband at an event and he just said, so you're the famous Katie Siddle. And it caught me off guard. And he just told me she was really happy to be working with me. And it just was the best confidence boost ever. Cause I realized, you know, I was doing things right, or at least getting something right. So it was a really big, um, big deal to hear that from her husband secondhand. And yeah, that's she, I, I can't say how much fun I had working with her. So that's so cool. I uh, interned for Congresswoman Cindy Axney um, mm-hmm. in 2020. And when I was with her uh, earlier or before I was with her earlier that year, I had worked with her on a couple of environmental things and we were at the Capitol pre pandemic and uh, she came up and she's like, James, oh my goodness. And she came up and gave me a hug and I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is, this yeah. is, fun. it's nice to make that impact. Mm-hmm. So what has drawn you then to come to Progress Iowa? You have a lot of experience working with policy, working out with campaigns. Uh, Mm -hmm. What about Progress Iowa are you, like, drew you here? Yeah. Well, one of the funny things about having moved home lately um, under, you know, the Kim Reynolds administration is the number of people I talk to who are, who think, oh God, I should, I should move somewhere else. And I, it makes me it reminds me that this is where we need progressives. This is where we need progressives working because, you know, when I was going to school and when I got my start in politics, Iowa was doing great. You know, Vilsack was governor and we had a great public education system. We were building out the Neil Smith trails. Um, We were building out downtown Des Moines in the East village and, you know, we were really doing incredible things and the people of Iowa were doing well. This is my home. And it just, it sucks to see people looking for fair work. It sucks to see um, nurses like my mom um, being just worked to the bone and not not respected enough for it, not paid enough for it. Um, and I know we all know people who have dealt with really traumatic health experiences. You can't live and exist and not know someone who's been through the, been through everything, just trying to take care of themselves and pay for it. And just having a system that makes that so hard doesn't make any sense. You know, I have a mentality where we only live once. So how about we make it enjoyable for everyone, not just the richest in the world? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure myself included, any of our listeners could also agree that we've, you could find anybody, you could ask them like, oh, have you had a friend or a family member who's put off a medically necessary appointment or got not gotten the surgery or not gotten the medication they need because it's unaffordable or yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just been so many things and it'd be really great to be able to address those. So is that like your main issue that you want to, that you're hoping to focus on with Progress Iowa to see that a year from now that maybe we can change the messaging, change the, I guess, because for a really long time, I think uh, Iowans were more in support of it, but as we've had the administrations that we've had, but from Governor Branstead to Governor Reynolds, um, and just constantly whittling away at the social network and social um, services that we have built up. Um, 
Is that something that you are wanting to focus on then with Progress Iowa? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think crafting a winning message is huge. And you, uh, yes, I want to be part of a winning team, crafting a winning message to help Democrats win. I think it's really critical. I think that's where Democrats need to have their eye on the ball is not getting distracted by all the stuff being thrown by the Republican Party. Um, I think that we really care about issues and we care about doing things right. Um, but we need to make sure that we are preaching our values to our voters and letting them know that there's, we stand for something that is going to make their lives easier. And hopefully that gets Democrats elected. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Is there anything else you want to say for our listeners to hear? I'm just excited to be a part of this team. You know, we've been, it's been not even two weeks and we've been able to see a lot of the promise and and uh talent that this expanded staff is bringing to progress iowa we have an amazing leader in matt sinovic and i'm pumped i think this is going to be a really good team i think everyone is in a well-fitted role and i think we're going to have a lot of fun i agree Thank you so much for joining me this morning, Katie. We're going to hear from some more of our teammates in just a moment. Awesome. Thanks for having me. It was nice to talk to you. And for our last new teammate joining us, we have Catherine Cuckelman. She's joining us from the news world. We are so excited to have her. I'm so excited to work with her because she is my teammate on the press team. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Cool. Well, would you want to tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself, where you've worked before, just anything else? Sure. So I have spent the last about five and a half years um, working as a producer at WHO 13 in Des Moines. Um, I did a little bit of producing before that. I worked at um, KCCI um, for about a year while I was in college um, part-time. That's how I got my start. Then I've been at WHO ever since, um, and now I'm ready uh, for a little change. So moving out of the news world. That's so cool. And you said you're from Iowa. Yes, I'm from Des Moines. I went to uh, Waukee High School, graduated there. So That's so cool. So what made you want to transition from the news world into Progress Iowa? I know I was in the same shoes as you a little bit earlier this year. I used to work for one of the, one of the other TV stations here in town, uh, We Are Iowa. And I love the work, fantastic team. Shout out to the team at We Are Iowa. Um, but I realized that I just what I didn't want to have to stay um, objective and stay out of the issues. I wanted to be able to jump in and talk about them from my perspective and from a maybe, you know, not maybe from the progressive perspective that we're working for here. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Um, I've been looking to get out of news for kind of a while um, and just nothing really was the right fit. Um, and for a while, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do either. I knew I wanted to do something in politics, but as someone who hadn't done that before, I didn't know if I was going to go the campaign route or uh, nonprofit or where I was really going to end up. Um, so I'd been searching for a while. Um, and then I, uh, things kind of came to a head this summer um, with my current job. And I actually, I ended up signing a contract to stay there because I thought I was going to be there for a little while longer just because I hadn't really found the right fit. And then 
out of the blue, a couple months later, I got contacted by Matt because I had reached out to him previously when I was heavily job searching. Um, and uh, he told me about the job and it sounded perfect. Um, and so that's kind of how I got involved with Progress Iowa. I had reached out to him previously just to kind of chat about working in politics and we never really connected. So this is kind of great that it worked out this way, but I'd been looking to get out of news kind of for the same reasons you said, um, especially in the Trump era, it was really hard to deal with that and remain in this unbiased objective world and especially living in Iowa, which is such a red state too. all of our local leaders are Republican. And so, yeah, it just kind of got to be difficult. And I really, I was really feeling like I couldn't, like I needed to do more, but I couldn't, like I couldn't go out and volunteer for a campaign or, um, you know, go to the steak fry and do volunteer work for that. You know, it just wasn't available in my current job. And so I just really wanted to work in an area where I could not only like have my views and values be like in the forefront, but actually do something where I'm fighting for them. And I'm really hoping that now that we have this awesome team put together, we can hopefully get, uh, get some change in our state. That's really awesome. And you put all of my heart and feelings that I that I felt about that too. You put that so nicely. So thank you for sharing with that. It sounded a lot better than what I said earlier. So what are your specific goals? And we haven't been able to connect as much yet because you're still transitioning out of your old job. So uh, I've had a lot of other conversations this week um, with our other teammates talking about that, but this is also a little bit of us having a team plan yeah. right now, but like, what, what are your specific goals we have for progress, Iowa? Yeah. I'm really hoping that with the addition of us and kind of working more with our like partner organizations, we can really get more, news coverage of things we do because right now I know like working on the news side of it a lot of times you know we see the press releases from Progress Iowa and, and stuff like that but it's just not we're not able to fit it into a newscast because it does have to be that so objective way and it's just it it's been hard um, to find a way to to get them involved so I'm hoping now that we can you know, kind of with our background in news, we can kind of identify events and uh, things happening and we can find ways that we can get our message across that will actually get covered in the news and get attention and hopefully get more eyes of people that aren't looking at what progress I was doing right now. Um, so that's like, that's a big goal. And then the big, big goal is obviously to hopefully have some kind of change on the legislative level and maybe get some more Democrats elected in the state house or even the governor, maybe, you know. That's the goal, right? Flipping <laughs> Terrace Hill Blue 2022. We even got a wonderful rhyme for it. We're really nailing it over here on the communications front. <laughs> I love it. But thank you so much for joining today, Catherine. It was really great to get a chat with you. It's, I'm really excited for the listeners to be able to hear you. She will also be helping us produce uh, this podcast that you'll be hearing my voice on every week. And so she'll have a lot of say into what we're doing here. 
Thank you so much for joining us, Catherine. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you to all of our regular listeners and a warm welcome to all of the new folks who joined us today. Tune in next week to hear from the Iowa House Minority Leader, Jennifer Confirst, and what her Democratic caucus's response is to the governor's condition of the state, their plans for the upcoming session, and what Iowans can do to rebuild our state. To hear more from state leaders and elected officials like Leader Confirst, subscribe to What a Week wherever you listen to podcasts and sign up for the Daily High Five, Progress Iowa's new daily newsletter that will keep you up to date on the happenings across the state in between podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I'll hear you again soon.